Hello everyone and welcome to the House of Brothers third episode from the podcast series We Are One. I'm Lucia Kuprova, your presenter, and I will be taking you on a journey and speaking to a diverse range of industry leaders from the creative industry, education, music and more. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the illustration and animation. At Hollywood, movie production, the biggest movie-making market suspended the majority of their projects. They've been the two areas that have been able to keep the lights on for the most part. Yes, right, these are animation and illustration. Illustrated images and animations of the COVID-19 became a hit and very useful tool to spread a message about the pandemic dangers across the globe. And today I'm very happy to welcome a creative director, Mohan Zabramian, who runs his own designing company for illustration and animation, Zubra Designs, based in the UK. Hi Mohan and welcome. I'm very happy you joined us today. Hi there, Lucia. Thank you so much for having me. How are you today? Feeling good. It's a lovely day outside. Feeling happy. <laughs> so thank you very much again for joining us because we've got really rich experience in illustration and animation. It's more than 30 years of your experience in the media industry, and you were cooperating with many really famous animation companies like Cartoon Network, Disney. Can you share some of your journey with us from what inspired you to take a career in the creative industry of animation and illustration? I started my career pretty young, but if you ask me what inspired me, at that time I had no clue. I grew up, I was born in Singapore. Coming from uh, an Asian background, of course, that's not what your parents ask you to aspire to be. So I was told, put that aside as a hobby and concentrate on your studies. So that's basically what I was doing. But as I got older in school and secondary school, started to get very involved in art. So I was to do a poster here and a bit of that. And I started to go to competition and I started winning competition. So I thought, you know what, I really like this. And I wish I could do this as a career. There was no such thing as illustration course in those days. So it was more like a graphic design. So I took that on. You know, I went for the course for two years. This was after two years, I actually started to work as a designer in the advertising. So I was basically doing, an, not say illustration, but more design work and a bit of illustration here and there because there's not much. At that time, illustration was very difficult to come by. So that kept me going. started to take that seriously. One of the major moves I made was to actually move to Australia because in those times, when you mentioned animation, it was only over there. I started to work there in animation studios, you know, working my way up basically as an animator, eventually to become a director within two years. And then I came back to Singapore and then I realized that I started to get a job. There was no job around. So I decided to start my own company and I started my own little studio, which was called Animata Production. I started to do animation work and the only work then was commercials. I did that for 16 years. And during this commercial period, I met Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network was at that time trying to make it into the Asian industry. And so that was a beautiful time. Basically what I did, I did promos for them. And it was really fantastic relationship we had. And that got me really excited about television. You know, commercial is great. It's quick, 
good money, but it is not yours. You don't own anything. So that is basically how my journey started. And then eventually I moved out of Singapore. I moved to India for two years and worked with this company called Toons Media Group, which is today one of the biggest animation studio in the world. I started with them, built the company. And after two years, I made my way to the UK working for a distribution company which basically wanted to create your own IPs. So I came here and then I've been here ever since. Eventually, I worked with a lot of studios in Europe, in Asia, and then now I do basically directing, consulting, mentoring, training. That's my journey. <laughs> It's really a rich journey and also a really successful journey. Your work with Cartoon Network was really successful as you won 18 gold rewards. Yeah, when I worked with them, I didn't think about awards or whatever. I was just excited by the kind of project. You see, the thing is that when you work uh, in Asia, when you work in commercial, I don't get very involved creatively because the agency basically will, will draw the storyboard or have an idea what they want and they tell me this is what we want you to do and I say look I can improve this I can make it better they say no 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 we took a lot of time getting here so it, it's, it's just a job I never had any assignment in it but when, when I worked with Cartoon the, the creative director was Ian Diamond and he actually said give me a complete control and he basically had an idea and then he said okay this is the idea you create it so that was really exciting I could do everything that I imagine and I will pitch an idea to him and he said great do it and then I have complete control with the team and so when we did all those jobs we put a lot of work in it and it was actually a major bonus when after two years they sent without my knowledge Cartoon Network decided to send them at this thing called Proma he told me we won like 14 gold and I'm like what and he said he's the highest they ever won and that was a great great feeling for me we did a great job Cartoon Network of course was very pleased with what we did and I was very happy with my team. So yeah, it's, it's, it must have been really shocked just to win so many awards. It should have been really motivational for you. When you started creating your own projects from the ideas like what your clients were giving you, if you can share, what is your favorite character you created as the animator? Because every character that I work with, if I have to feel for them, I have to love them, get the best out of this character. So I don't have a favorite character. So thinking back, I think during the Cartoon Network time, what was interesting was that, like I said, they have a promo, but they want the Cartoon Network character in that promo. So they gave me what they call the Bible, how to draw the characters, you know, in different profiles, what to do, what not to do, which was fascinating. I used to just read them, you know, because uh, these are all my heroes. So we had a project, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, and they, they want to promote it in Hong Kong. And they say, what the people in Hong Kong love, we can put them in. And then we thought, you know, the Hong Kong people like Tai Chi. Every morning they all sit outside, do this Kung Fu kind of, you know, movement called Tai Chi. I said, what if we put them in that kind of situation where Scooby-Doo and Skaggy are doing Tai Chi with all the other people? And that was it. We did it. Which one of them won an award. And it was so amazing. So during that time, those characters were fascinating. So I worked on Scooby-Doo, Secret Squirrel, Popeye. That was really exciting. Those characters were very fun to work with. We should talk about the recent years within two years in yes. the pandemic and the 
movie industry was hit really hard. How do you see it? How did it affect illustration and animation? I must say yes. The COVID was something that nobody knew what to do with, especially during the lockdown. Initially, my project that I was working on it didn't affect me as much because I have always been working remotely. Because most of the clients that I worked with were all over the world, we can communicate through Skype. So that's one of the things that I did. There's a lot of softwares that we had. So when the lockdown came in, there was a slight delay because we have to decide how we're going to do this. But most of the designers, animators, and production people that I worked with, they were all worked from home, so they could still carry on working. So I think animation industry was not so badly hurt. There was a slight slowdown because people could still take back, you know, everything could be done in a computer. Illustration industry, you can draw digitally, you can scan your stuff and send them off. But of course, saying that, a couple of my projects got stalled, delayed for a new project that we were supposed to have uh, because the client was not sure about the future because, you know, everybody was not sure. They were just a cautious thing. So there was a bit of uncertainty at that time, but I think it's all moving on well now. It's great that your life wasn't that different before. And as you mentioned before, you've tried many things before you settled in your own designs work. You also studied advertising art and photography. And during these studies, you found big passion for movies and comic book art. And as you mentioned, your apprenticeship in Sydney. Why has animation resonated the most to you in your creative journey and your career? When I look at a comic book, I'm lost. I get very excited by the drawings, pictures, and they're telling you a story. And what fascinated me was how they told a story with pictures and expressions. I had a very good job, getting a very good pay, but I was not happy. When I heard about animation, I had to go and join this company and leave this job. I took the chance. And so that was basically how good thing was that I was daring enough to do it. Again, so a lot of people's wishes, including my parents, I took it on. I'm glad that I did because I had a fantastic journey. And I think what you said that in your career, you need to know what you want. You don't need to be afraid to actually leave your comfort zone when you're not happy in your works. And the animation courses at the universities become really popular as they used to be really small groups of people who are really passionate about animation. And now, as I could notice, there are much bigger groups at the universities who are just doing animation. What would be your advice to young, inspiring animators and illustrators? Today, the world is different. I would say look for a good school, but more important, I think you need to be passionate about it. This is what you want to do. I meet some people and they say, oh, I want to go into animation because I think I can make lots of money. And I said, no. Right now, you just need to learn your craft. You need to be sure that this is what you want to do for the rest of your life. And you're going to be happy about it. That's the most important thing. You must take a job that you're very happy. I know there's so many people who can't stand their job. That was completely different for me. I love my job. Every morning, I can't wait to go to work. Animation and illustration is a very exciting job. 
job to be in because it's always something different. Of course, there are challenges. Of course, there are difficult clients. Of course, there are difficult projects. So one of the things is that uh, even as a student, we're afraid to take challenges, challenge yourself, always be open to learn new things. Education is education. How you become good at what you do depends on how you move on with that. Learn the basic, understand it, and then do what you think you want to do with it. Thank you for your kind words for young, inspiring animators. And also the other topic which is important to talk about is technology. Animation and illustration is really connected with technology and technology is going forward in a high speed. There are new programs for animation. There's also devices like, for example, from Apple where you can get the iPad Pro with the pen. We didn't have access to it in like a few years ago. What's your future vision for the industry regarding the tech innovations? It is really mind-boggling. Can't keep up some of the new technologies coming up. Let me tell you a story. I started off in analog. When I first started off in animation or in illustration, there's nothing like computers then. You basically did everything by hand. You drew everything. Then you scan, you trace them on what they call cell. And then you shot them on an analog camera frame by frame, one at a time. It was a very long, tedious process. The same with illustration. There's only one thing, paint and brush. But technology has come in so quickly. And I think we have to embrace it. I mean, during the time when technology came in, people were getting very frightened. There were people who were saying, oh, there goes our career because computers are going to take over. We may not even get a job. And some animators refused during my time to think about technology. I loved it. I found out that you can actually paint by using computers because can you imagine the amount of time you save and then the, the money is say from buying all this paint if you can do that just in computers i jumped into technology and there's so many softwares coming around i'm talking to you now on this laptop and it's so powerful that i can do editing i can paint on this my office i take it everywhere and i can work wherever i want any part of the world there's no such thing as i don't have time to do this because this is also scary how things are moving so fast i think it's great in the animation industry it's definitely enhanced people to be more effective because they don't have to spend money. Some illustrators still prefer to paint. That's fine. For those who want to do graphic design, of course, in the advertising line, it is such a huge impact it made. Computers. One thing, the computer did not replace the animator. It just made our life easier. But I don't think any computer would replace anybody because you still need creative mind. You need somebody to to program them. So I think it's going to be exciting to see what are coming out there. Even work-wise, beside animation, there's been gaming industries now, there's social media industry, there's streaming platform, there's so much more career opportunities because of technology. So as you said, you still think that computer can't fully replace people, like creative people, because you still need a creative mind. And there was one recent invention by, I think, a American scientist who created this robot able to draw, creating something. What do you think? It's still not the same, isn't it? Of course, yeah. The robot will do whatever you program it to do. I think when it comes to sitting together and brainstorming an idea, a concept, that is where I think we need people. You can't do that with machines. Things will be 
make easier is technology with the tedious process of you know in the movies nowadays they can actually create props buildings whatever you want whether it's spaceship or you want to go into period during the time of victorian days or whatever you don't have to build a set now because this thing costs so much money and then after the movie is done they break it all down it's such a waste of money and time but today you can create them you know you create them visually in you know, digitally still somebody needs to create this somebody has to draw this out yeah i'm not frightened about this robot <laughs> as you said it's important to have that passion for work it's easy to work in a team when you have that motivation can you tell me who has inspired you in your journey and if you have a role model when you were young inspiring in student i would say uh, my initial motivation was comic book that was very cheap to buy my favorite was spider-man because i just love the way they draw him but i love when they drew spider-man how they drew his anatomy you know i love anatomy like the muscles and all that i so i used to copy those kind of things so that was my initial inspiration for illustrations and of course um, then there were there were other comic books like fantastic four which is like sci-fi it's all about machines and robots and spaceship which again so amazing they could draw that there of course movies came in i was really really fascinated by movies and one movie that until today i'm excited whenever i watch it is ben hur i saw it when i was like 10 years old i was so captivated by that movie because it took me to another world then when i told myself if i could create something like that and get people lost into this world i forgot that i was watching the screen i was absorbed into the story i cried some scene i got excited and i was happy the emotion was amazing so that is what movie making what is a beautiful thing about it because you can create all this emotion in the audience and i really want to do that of course in uh, illustration uh, as i grew up especially in the graphic design i was uh, exposed to a lot of american graphic design books and one artist that really really caught my eye he was a graphic designer and his name was john sean michel fallon he's a belgian he lived in france and i thought this guy is amazing he's got a style that that's only he knew how to draw but he's able to take that style and create album cover it could be a, a new yorker front page cover you can see that he's got a style his style is there but the way he did the design how he came up with ideas was so fascinating i used to be so amazed by him i'm still amazed by him and then of course as i grew up as i got more and more involved in animation definitely the movies that inspired me were of course the disney movies like pinocchio one of my most favorite movie and bambi this was really i think classic animation at at the mark i think today not many people can go there to the kind of level they did because there was fantasia which was so mind blowing so these are the films that i was really really fascinated at and now i am amazed by the japanese hayao miyazaki from studio ghibli what i think he's amazing is that he doesn't speak any word of english and he did a japanese film but he made it international films are viewed by everybody all over the world because he understood film making he understood how to again how to get the emotion of people humor great storytelling and i'm amazed at him because here come this guy in a small island in japan and he created this plume which is become a big thing now i really think he is a real role model to me but i would like to be like him i think you become a role model for many people <laughs> <laughs> and you've built really successful international business with Thank your you. super designs as you're offering your services to 
international companies from across the globe, like from America to Asia. Where next you want to take these designs? What are your future plans? After 30 years in this business, there's so much I feel I could offer. That's why nowadays I do a lot of, as you say, consulting. Because I love teaching. I love when people are keen to learn. I like to speak to them, enhance their potential. A lot of young studios are coming up in the world, especially my, most of my clients are mostly in Asia, especially in India, because they don't have much backing. These studios and these young talent, they don't have very much backing from the government. They don't have much causes. They don't have incentive. Many of them have a lot of dreams, but they don't know how to do it. So these are the kind of people in studios that I work with. And I bring whatever that I know. I, I keep telling them this is what I would do. And, uh, and I believe this might help them. And that is what I do. And it's fascinating for me to see that these studios do well later on and do their own things. I would love to do more developing these studios. I was just saying about Miyazaki in Japan, how he could put his own mark the international world. You know, I want these studios in Asia, China, Africa, or South America to make a mark on their own in the international market, but doing their own thing, not to copy what Americans are doing, doing what they're good at, keeping using their culture. Uh, a lot of them don't understand this. They say, oh, no, we have to do it like how Pixar is doing. I say, no, no, no. That, yeah, Pixar is doing what Pixar is good at. They're, they're good at what they do. It's an American production. You should do what you're good at. So this is what I teach them. And I see that this is what I enjoy. Once in a while, I get projects to, to troubleshoot. They have a problem and they want to find a solution. I go there and I find a solution. So again, this is just challenging because you do not know what is out there. So I like doing this. I would like to keep on doing this now. Uh, I don't think I'll ever retire because I don't know how to retire when you don't have a job. This is not a job. I never thought of this as a job. This is what I love. So as long as I can keep on doing this and help them, I see that's what I would like to do. I teach a lot of people how to do presentation packs, you know, how to pitch. There's areas like that where people are not sure of. There's no causes in this. I think the streaming platform like Netflix, Amazon, everybody else is moving into it. The streaming platform has opened up a lot of potential for people to come in. And also all the streaming broadcasters are looking for content. And so there's a lot of possibilities there for a lot of people to present their work. It's exciting for me. So I can work with so many different people and help them do this. At the same time, I'm doing my own thing. I hope that I one or two of my concepts can realize. I have some movie ideas. Uh, I would like to get that done. So that's what I see. Keep on doing this. Thank you for the inspiration today, Mohan. And thank you for joining us. It was a uh, lot of really interesting points you said. If you're going into the creative industries, you really need to love this job and have passion for it not you just coming in because you think you will make a lot of money so thank you for this word it's a privilege and an honor to be in your show thank you again for listening this was the third episode of the house of radas podcast series we are one with our guest mohan zabramian if you want to know more about mohan's work just visit his website zubradesigns.com and if you enjoyed this episode, let us know on our social media. You can find the House of Rada on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok as well. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And in next week's episode, we're going to talk about something different from the creative industries. 
but it's still very important and that's education and politics with another really interesting guest so stay tuned and goodbye